Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A new attack from the White House against the Mueller investigation and a new example of the, pres- of the president say- says one thing, and his new attorney, Rudy Giuliani, says another. It's all over the reports that the president and his allies are trying now to expose a source who provided investigators information on connections between Russia and the Trump campaign early in the FBI's investigation into Russian meddling. So let's get to it. Today, today again, that he said, he said yet again, the president tweeting this just a short time ago. Reports are there was indeed at least one FBI representative implanted for political purposes into my campaign for president. It took place very early on and long before the phony Russia hoax became a hot fake news story. If true, all-time biggest political scandal. But now enter Rudy Giuliani, once again, not fully on the same page as not fully on the same on the same page as his boss. Listen. First of all, I don't know for sure nor does the president if there really was one. We're told that. Uh, told that by whom? We're told that by people who, for a long time, we've been told that there's some, there was some kind of infiltration. At one time, the president thought it was a wiretap. There were, there were, there were some uh, Pfizer applications, but we've never been notified that he was on a, on, on a tap or an intercept. There's never been any proof that he was on a wiretap either. No, but... But, but he did say it as fact many times. I think he, I think he, he thought that. I mean, I think I know, but that doesn't make it true. So we either have an embedded informant or we have a deep throat. Remember, this isn't the first time that the president and his attorney have been contradicting each other. After Giuliani revealed that the president had reimbursed his personal attorney, Michael Cohen, for a hush payment to porn star Stormy Daniels, the president then came out and said this. He'll get his facts straight. There has been a lot of misinformation, really. People wanting to say, and I say, you know what? Learn before you speak. It's a lot easier. And so now, on the new claim of an FBI spy, U.S. officials are pushing, at, pushing back very hard against the president's claim. Listen. Everyone we've been talking to uh, about this has said that the president is just wrong. The idea that they put someone inside the campaign, that law enforcement or intelligence officials planted someone inside the campaign, uh, they're telling us is just ludicrous. Also remember this, the president is talking about the U.S. Justice Department of Justice, an agency where he handpicked the people who lead it. Why this all matters, matters right now is Washington Post is reporting that the president and his allies are now demanding that the FBI reveal its source. A concerted effort involving the president, his former top aide Steve Bannon, his former campaign manager Corey Lewandowski, and even two Republican members of Congress, according to the Washington Post, asked about the idea of outing a confidential source. The FBI director, the current FBI director, who again the president handpicked, said this to Congress. And the day that we can't protect human sources is the day the American people start becoming less safe. Something that President Trump and Rudy Giuliani do seem to be on the same page about, well, it's still not yet ready to be questioned by the special counsel, Robert Mueller. Giuliani today suggests that they could be, though, maybe getting a step closer to it, however, saying that the special counsel told him they're narrowing their line of questioning. 
Wednesday night, we received a communication from them. Now, we did, we did go through like five letters. We didn't get a response. And then they sent us a, a response. I, I can't go into detail, but narrowing the, the subjects for questioning down to about two. What exactly does that tell us? A former FBI agent says not much. The two topic thing doesn't mean anything. There are two topics that the FBI wants to uh, ask Trump about obstruction and collusion. And they can, you know, come up with some list or whatever. But once they get into that interview, it will go on for hours. They will ask him follow up questions and and they will not be able to control the, the scope of that. President Trump all along has said he'd be open to said interview. Would you be willing to speak under oath to uh, give your version of one hundred percent? Mr. President, if, if Robert Mueller asks you to come and speak with his committee personally, are you committed still to doing that? Do you believe that? Yeah, just so you understand, just so you understand, there's been no collusion. There's been no crime. Would you be open to? We'll it? see what happens. I mean, certainly I'll see what happens. But uh, when they have no collusion and nobody's found any collusion at any level, uh, it seems unlikely that you'd even have an interview. Are you going to talk to Mueller? I'm looking forward to it, actually. So you have all that. The president always, though, offers the caveat that he'll sit down to, for an interview if his lawyers allow him to. Today, Giuliani said sitting down could be a trap. It is not that true that a with. perjury trap is when, it's just when you're not telling the truth. A perjury trap is when you get somebody to lie about what you're telling the truth, which is the president would testify tomorrow if it was about the truth. The truth is he had nothing to do with Russia. I was on that campaign. He didn't talk to Russians. He had nothing to do with Russia. Why won't he just sit down and say that? Because you've got people that are going to ask him questions about what did you say to him? What did you say to him? And you got right. Comey coming forward who will lie. It's not just Rudy Giuliani who's having a hard time staying in lockstep with the boss right now. The president's national security advisor, John Bolton, is facing the same challenge as well, this time over the upcoming negotiations with North Korea over its nuclear program. Bolton offered this up just recently. And we have very much in mind the Libya model from 2003-2004. There are obviously differences. The Libyan program was much smaller. Uh, But that was basically the agreement that we made. So if you're wondering what is the Libya model he's talking about, here are the nuts and bolts. In the early 2000s, Muammar Gaddafi agreed to abandon his nuclear ambitions in exchange for sanctions relief. His nuclear program was dismantled and most of it shipped out of Libya to the United States, actually even a lab in Tennessee. Fast forward several years, the U.S. and European allies backed military action in Libya against Gaddafi as he has threatened to kill his own people. Gaddafi was then captured and killed by rebels in 2011. North Korea used Bolton's words as reason for now threatening themselves to cancel the June 12th nuclear summit with President Trump. In a scathing statement that mentioned Libya something like five times, North Korea said this in part, it is essentially a manifestation of an awfully sinister move to impose on our dignified state the destiny of Libya. Now enter President Trump once again, this time leaving John Bolton out to dry. The Libyan model isn't a model that we have at all when we're thinking of North Korea. In Libya, we decimated that country. That country was decimated. There was no deal to keep Gaddafi. The Libyan model that was mentioned was a much different deal. This would be with Kim Jong-un, something where he'd be there, he'd be in his country, he'd be running his country. His country would be very rich. So now add John Bolton to the list of Trump's inner circle who are supposed to speak for the president, but never seem to know what he's going to say next. Coming up for us, 
bigger than Watergate, the all-time biggest political scandal. The only problem for President Trump is his own Justice Department doesn't agree. The president and his new strategy against Robert Mueller. The panel is next. Forget that the Russia investigation is a witch hunt. That was so yesterday. The new line from President Trump and his allies is the FBI planted a spy and was spying on me all along. The panel tonight, Susan Del Percio, Republican strategist. Bill Press is here as well, host of the Bill Press Show. Sabrina Siddiqui is a politics reporter for The Guardian. And Joe Borelli is a Republican, New York City councilman. All right, guys. Um, Sabrina. Nah. Yeah. Sabrina. <laughs> 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 I, I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Nah. I just, let's start here. Um, the president makes the case that there's a spy in his campaign. Giuliani says that they're now not so sure. At this point, do they even care if it's fact or fiction? Is it all about just muddying the waters? Uh, I think that there has been a long-running campaign by the president and his allies to try and discredit the special counsel and its investigation. And so there was a point in which the president claimed without evidence that President Obama had wiretapped his phones. That turned out not to be true. Then they said it's a witch hunt, even though there have been 19 people who, and three companies who have been indicted. Four of those people were ta- senior officials within the Trump campaign. Yeah, remember home. that whole unmasking scandal mm-hmm. that none of us could really wrap our mind around what is actually happening? Mm-hmm. That's gone, that was nothing as well. So at a minimum, I think this is an effort to try and color the public's perception of whatever it is that the special counsel will ultimately find. But a spy and an informant, Susan, there is a difference, and it matters. P- p- folks within... Uh, folks within the Justice Department and within the law enforcement community are not happy that this is this is playing out this way. They're telling our people. Why is Donald Trump doing this, do you think? Again, to, like you said, muddy the waters, because the more he can discredit the FBI, as he, he called it, the Obama FBI. It's not the Obama FBI. It's not the Trump FBI. It's the American people's FBI. But he is out there every single day because Mueller, who's heading the investigation, he just does his work. He doesn't defend it. We now see that this investigation keeps plowing forward. We get these big, in, we get these indictments, but they don't defend themselves. And the president knows that, so he just keeps pounding to try and discredit them any which way he can. And spy or informant, since when does this president care about nuance? <laughs> but one thing that I, that I do wonder is if he is innocent, and he very likely is innocent. That's what he said all along, Joe. Why would he care if there is an informant that was, with, was in his campaign at well, all? Well, be- better question, if there's no collusion a year into an investigation that's been focused on collusion, uh, why isn't the investigation ended? I mean, what, what Sabrina, my, my friend here, did... You don't know there's not collusion. Well, no, I know, that, know that pretty much every it. other story that, 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 that has been leaked or, or come out through the right, Mueller investigation not has from, not been been about Russian collusion. And what we just heard Mueller Sabrina do was she went out to no, the field on, on Sunday Jeff. after the game no. and took the goalpost, tried to Joe. move them Joe, a little like, bit over to the left. Joe. Joe. She, she tried wait, to move wait, a little wait, bit wait, to wait, the wait, left. What are you saying? You're saying none of those 19 people, not one of those 19 people were indicted for the original crime which the special counsel was impaneled to investigate. That's an FBI tactic. You still haven't answered my question. If he is innocent, why does why is he so bent out of shape trying to discredit this? Why does he not just say, 
Fine, there was an informant in my you, campaign. You, you, I don't care. I didn't do anything right, wrong. You, but you wouldn't be angry the, if, if, if you thought that other people had had a person that was leaking secrets from your campaign to federal investigators? I mean, if, if there was someone right now listening to your private phone calls uh, who, was, who was leaking information to federal investigators, I think we'd all be a little bit concerned yeah. whether or not we did something no, 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 wrong. No, 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 there's no, a here's big the deal. Here's again. The, the uh, folks within the uh, folks within the community, law enforcement community, say it's absolutely ludicrous that there would have been a plan. Right. For so, so, so these are the same people who we're supposed to hold beyond reproach. But the the, oh. the House Intelligence Committee came out with their report. We have a DOJ report. <laughs> oh, we have yeah, a DOJ no, right. Because it, no, it, it's, it's Republican. So it's, it's Republican. So it has to be. It has to be partisan, right? It has to be partisan. No, no. But the Senate committee, which is bipartisan, disagrees with the House Republicans. Yes. And everyone who can can honestly say with a straight face knows that. That, that what happened in the House was not a bipartisan We, we, have, we, have, we, have, yeah, we have the effort to fire McCain. Joe, Joe, just a second. Look, first of all, I want to well, get echo. We, we I heard your point. I want to make my point. Beyond reproach, I want to make my point, okay? No, but everyone that he puts in charge, they're also still, he put these people in charge, Joe. I want to come back to what Sabrina said. First of all, this is the same guy who said Obama was tapping his phones at Trump Tower. Ridiculous, never prove it. And secondly, he can't have it both ways. If he's saying, which I don't believe that the FBI planted a spy in the Trump campaign, I don't believe anything he says, but if they did, that means that they had reason to believe there was criminal activity going on, all right? And the so, so New York Times yesterday did this great piece a, about, two and how and the, years from that date. about how this investigation got started, because they heard in Papadopoulos is over in London talking to the Australian ambassador. They send a guy over there to look into it, and then they start do you think, do you looking think, into the campaign. Do you think rightfully this so. should be outed? If no criminal, uh, if they're not a confidential informant in some uh, uh, indictment, and they're just someone who was in a campaign leaking people, yeah, I, I don't see why not. I just wanted to quickly follow up on one point. So when I mentioned Paul Manafort, his deputy, Rick Gates, and George Papadopoulos and Michael Flynn, I did not say that there is proof that there has been collusion between Trump campaign and Moscow, but they were the ones who had a pattern of communications with the Russians, which is why they were the subjects of the FBI's investigation, indicted on other charges to try and compel their cooperation. Since when several of them have pleaded guilty and are now cooperating. I think we can just safely say, no matter what is happening with the Mueller investigation, if you are innocent, and Trey Gowdy says this, start acting innocent. Why are you trying to just blanket discredit it all? You're the President of the United States. Maybe you should focus on North Korea. Or the Middle East. It, he I mean, is, he, Susan. No, he but you is. know why, Kate? The answer is what Susan said, is he's t- they're trying to play and get the public turned against no. Robert Mueller. And, and you know you, the best part is... I will say is, this, though. If you're looking at the polls, it is having an effect. They are turning Mueller people against. Robert is just doing Let's, his job. Or maybe people Stand by. Coming up, a headline, a headline we have read way too many times before. Yet another deadly shooting at an American school. But what is it going to mean in Washington? We'll be right back. the alarms everybody just you know started leaving following the same procedure as we did because nobody thought it would be this nobody thought it was a shooting everybody just thought it was a you know normal procedure practice fire drill and next thing you know we just hear so many three gunshots a lot of explosions and all the teachers are telling us run run go like run me and my friend Ryan, Ryan Calvert ran to the forest so we could get shelter. And that's when I called my mom. Yeah, that should impact you. That was a student at Santa Fe High School today. 
in, in Texas describing the deadly shooting that a source says left now nine students and one teacher dead. That playing out today. The tragedy is now the 22nd school shooting in the United States just this year. The panel's back with me because it raises questions that we have asked many times before, and let's see where the answers lie. Uh, Joe, one thing the president spoke out today and sent his condolences, as he should, of course. Um, when he spoke, he said that he's going to do everything that we can. We need to do everything that we can to protect students. And then the, this line stuck out to me. He says, everyone must work together at every level of government to keep our children safe, which makes me wonder, what does that mean now? Look, the, the end result wasn't where a lot of people would have wanted it, but the last time this happened with Parkland, you know, mm-hmm. the president did bring all sides in, and we, sit, we sat around this table and others, and we actually said it was a pretty productive conversation. Now, w- what we can't do, though, is we can't give uh, sort of Democrats and the liberals the exclusive authority on to have all the ideas on how to solve uh, school shootings, because yesterday there was a school shooting, two days ago there was a school shooting in Illinois that was averted by a school resource officer. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to some people on the left, their solution is to not have police officers, not have armed security guards in school, when in fact that that has time after time, I mean, at least twice this year, uh, resulted in the disarming of a school shooter. So, you know, it, I, I think the president was right when he did last time, and he, and he brought people who were very pro-gun, and that's a failure, and I, I certainly yeah. will say that. But I think that was the right thing to do. I think it'll be the right thing to do this time. You have to remember that the NRA is comprised, according to Pew, of 11 million people. That's more than the AFL-CIO has in this country. Uh, so they're real I voters. I want to say the same thing I said when Barack Obama was president. We don't need any more talk. We don't need any more conversations. Listen, as a father and a grandfather, I am sick of the fact that the killing fields of America now are grade schools and high schools. And we know what to do. There's no one answer, but there, there are reasonable things steps can make. Democrats don't want uh, all their credit for this. They want Republicans to stand up and have some balls and do something about basic gun safety measures in this country. But What's it going to take? Some of the conversation start- after Parkland. So Parkland, 17 but- people killed. It happened in Febu- on Valentine's Day. We'll never forget. Valentine's, in, in February. Some of the conversation after Parkland, when the president brought people together, and he deserved credit for that, was about age restrictions. This shooter was 17. The accomplice that they have, they're well, his interviewing His mother right brought now. it in 2012, and he also had guns that we, would not we don't have know. been banned, we, shotgun and a but, rifle. But is that where this conversation is going to go now? There's where it's going to go. And one thing did happen out of Parkland is that you saw the students go to the state legislature. They applied pressure. They went there. They even got the governor to change his mind on it. So I want to see that energy from those children in every state, because that's where it's going to have. We can never, we're never going to get this done at a national level, but we can go through the state legislature and call them accountable. I think it's important, Sabrina, mm-hmm. and hopefully you can help right. with this. Explain to an international audience that, who don't understand U.S. gun laws and, and this tension between gun regulation and gun rights when polling shows that on certain things, the majority, it's like 97% of Americans polled would like to see universal background checks, and we still don't have that. Can you explain this tension and the role of the National Rifle Association? Well, look, it's it's hard to argue that there isn't a great deal of cynicism around the reason why there has not been uh, any success in passing federal gun laws, um, or restrictions, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NRA does have significant political clout. It does pour millions of dollars into the campaigns of a lot of these lawmakers. I think that there is not bipartisan support. There are not de- enough Democrats who would vote for a ban on uh, assault weapons or high-capacity magazines. That remains true. But there is support for universal background checks, and that is something that I think is the closest that Congress could come in terms of to in terms of action. The, the, what I do want to say quickly is, 
the president has to put his political capital behind this issue. Now he did. The president put no political capital behind He did convene meetings, though. but he's going to have to use stop. he's going to have to use the bully pulpit in okay. order to force a vote in Congress, and that's something he has yet to do. What happened at the state level? Congress hasn't even done. Let's end with these words. Everyone must work together at every level of government to keep our children safe. Please, dear Lord. If only. This is day 44 of President Trump's administration. It's also 172 days until the midterm elections. That's the state of America tonight. We'll see you back here next week. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.